The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ and the love of God and the communion of the Holy Spirit be with you all. This is Father John Zulsdorf at another podcast. Sometimes, depending on the time of year, I will offer some podcasts with a little poetry, usually poetry of the season. Well, today I'm out on the road, and uh, I wanted to make a podcast anyway, but I'm going to do this as an experiment. I'm recording voice memos on my phone, and then emailing them back to my computer, and then I'm using the same phone to access that computer remotely so that I can assemble the podcast. So please forgive me if this is just a little rough. Um, because it's Christmas Eve, let's think about Christmas poetry. First of all, we can hear a poem by Thomas Hardy, who died in 1928. He has a poem called The Oxen. Now, Thomas Hardy, as you know, is a novelist and a romantic poet, and you may have read some of his novels, such as Far From the Maddening Crowd and uh, Jude the Obscure and uh, probably most famous Tess of the D'Urberville. Well, The Oxen, one of his poems, seems to have first popped up in a newspaper on Christmas Eve of 1915. And at a first reading, uh, the, per the poem seems festive enough. It relates to an old idea maybe uh, held by the simple folk out in the countryside, that at the stroke of midnight, the cattle would kneel down in their stalls in honor of the Christ child. But keep in mind that this was in the newspapers in 1915. World War I was in full swing. And so his phrase, in these years, which is in the poem, brings the poem into that day, the day of, a, of great conflict during that war when so many young British men were in the trenches. In fact, uh, you can perhaps think of them and all those who are serving in the armed forces and far from home when you hear that the phrase in the poem about the meek, mild creatures and their strawy pens. This is the oxen by Thomas Hardy. The Oxen Christmas Eve and twelve of the clock Now they are all on their knees, an elder said, as we sat in a flock by the embers and hearthside ease. We pictured the meek, mild creatures where they dwelt in their strawy pen, nor did it occur to one of us there to doubt they were kneeling then. So fair a fancy few would weave in these years, yet I feel, if someone said on Christmas Eve, Come, see the oxen kneel. In the lonely barton by yonder coombe, our childhood used to know, I should go with him in the gloom, hoping it might be so.
Gerard Manley Hopkins was a Jesuit priest and a very fine poet with a remarkable idiomatic style. Sometimes he would create new words and he'd turn syntax on its head in order to create some uh, profound effects. Uh, the following, however, is not too far out of the box. There's a little poem called Moonless Darkness Stands Between. It's the first, um, the first two words there give you a sense of Hopkins' style. As you listen to this, um, I can't help but think of the hope of one who recognizes himself as a sinner in the promise of the coming of the Lord into the world. See what you think. Moonless darkness stands between. Past, the past, no more be seen. But the Bethlehem star may lead me to the sight of him who freed me from the self that I have been. Make me pure, Lord, thou art holy. Make me meek, Lord, thou wert lowly. Now beginning and alway, now begin on Christmas Day. Richard Wilbur said of his poem, The Christmas Hymn, that if you're going to write a hymn, it has to be straight, forward, and clear, and have nothing of your own odd inventions in it, so that people can stand up and really belt it out. Well, how very different that is from a lot of the things being written uh, for church in the last few years. In any event, Richard Wilbur was born in 1921, and he's still alive. He has been an American poet laureate, well-deserving of the same, especially in light of some dismal poets that we've had lately, but I digress. Um, Richard Winslow, a composer, asked Wilbur to write this hymn so that he could set it to music for a concert, and since then other composers have set it to music, including Dave Brubeck, who was a late convert to Catholicism. But here is Richard Wilbur's The Christmas Hymn. Listen to how Wilbur connects the event of Christ's birth with the reason for his birth, that is, Christ's death on the cross. A stable lamp is lighted whose glow shall wake the sky. The stars shall bend their voices, and every stone shall cry. And every stone shall cry, and straw like gold shall shine. A barn shall harbor heaven, a stall become a shrine. This child through David's city shall ride in triumph by. The palm shall strew its branches, and every stone shall cry. And every stone shall cry, though heavy, dull, and dumb, and lie within the roadway to pave his kingdom come. Yet he shall be forsaken and yielded up to die. The sky shall groan and darken, and every stone shall cry. And every stone shall cry for stony hearts of men, God's blood upon the spearhead, God's love refused again. But now, as at the ending, the low is lifted high, the stars shall bend their voices, and every stone shall cry, and every stone shall cry in praises of the child, 
by whose descent among us the worlds are reconciled. enough for an experimental Christmas poetry podcast. I hope this has been useful for you. Please visit the blog wdtprs.com whiskey delta tango papa romeo sierra.com otherwise just google father z you're going to find me right away and until the next time I make a podcast I hope that all you and yours enjoy many wonderful blessings and graces for this Christmas and please pray for me as I will for you. Anna.